Arise, O Lord, save me, my God, deliver. Welcome to the Firmly Planted Tree, a podcast dedicated to the reading of the Psalms for strength in our daily walk and to delight in the law of the Lord. I'm Joey Hawkins, and like the tree planted by the waters, may God's word establish you in righteousness. The Lord alone deliverance sends no other source of help have we. Psalm 26 of David. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind, for your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord, proclaiming thanksgiving aloud and telling all your wondrous deeds. O Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Do not sweep my soul away with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands are evil devices, and in whose right hands are full of bribes. But as for me, I shall walk in my integrity, redeem me, and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. In the great assembly, I will bless the Lord. I was talking to a friend a couple weeks ago in ministry, uh, someone I I greatly admire and respect and uh, have come to appreciate. And one of the comments he made was that for many, uh, many people who are in pastoral ministry, that 2020 and 2021, those two years together, have proved a sort of testing ground. That for the first time, many of the convictions that we had have been tested and maybe even some of them formed because of the testing that has gone on. I think of the the word testing or or trying, and and over the past uh, year and a half, as I've continued to pursue uh, strength through um, through particularly strongman and and doing that, but the the basic uh, barbell movements and and learning, uh, you know, how to even go about training that way. You go through periods where you do test your strength. You you push to see what those limits are, and the goal is always to succeed at whatever you set. You can't set a ridiculous number that you know you won't achieve, but you can test to be at a certain level and to challenge your training. Psalm 26 is really this whole idea of the psalmist of David reaching out to God and and asking him to test and try his heart, look at his intentions. And I think you have to remark on the contrast between Psalm 26 and 25. They're both very similar in some ways. There are this appeal to God, a direct prayer to him, uh, not necessarily one of praise, but one that is appealing to him. It doesn't have in any of the the subtext or uh, any of the the story that we know from scripture, it does not have a a place within that, but rather it is this uh, general appeal. But notice some of the differences. Uh, For example, in Psalm 25 verse 7, and then in verse 11, it says this, remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. And then if you look at Psalm 25, 11, it says, For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. And I think you can contrast that with Psalm 26, 1. Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Or Psalm 26, uh, verse 6. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, O Lord. 
And so we would look at this maybe and say, with the penitence of Psalm 25 versus the assured confidence of Psalm 26, are we at odds with one another? And first of all, I would urge you to not pit the words of Scripture versus the words of Scripture. Uh, You would not be the first fool to do so, nor will you be the last. Uh, God's word stands true through many who have decided to pit these two things against each other. And I think at a, at a level uh, that we all would recognize that it is a both and in this case. It's, uh, it's, it's Psalm 25 and Psalm 26. It is a penitent heart and confidence in the integrity of a lifestyle that follows God. As a matter of fact, I like how, uh, how, uh, Golden Gay puts it in his commentary on page 380, if I can flip there real quick, where I like how he says this. He says, it is the prayer of someone, referring to Psalm 26, who meets the expectations of Psalm 1 concerning how and where one walks, sits, and stands. You notice that if you turn back to Psalm 1, we're reminded that the psalmist and and David uh, uh, desires to be, uh, what does he say? Uh, the, the wicked will not stand in the judgment. Oh, excuse me. I'm getting ahead of myself. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, verse one, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. So he does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, stand in the way of sinner or sit in the seat of scoffers. And Psalm 26 says this, I do not sit with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I hate the assembly of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. That again, this psalm is professing to actually live the way Psalm 1 calls us to, the blessed life, the man who is planted like the firm tree. And so it is both and. Again, John Goldengate, his commentary on page 388 Uh, He says this, while Psalm 25 reassures us that people who recognize their moral failures do not have to hold back from prayer, Psalm 26 reminds us that ideally people who pray need to be able to claim moral integrity and religious commitment and must dissociate themselves from the faithless. And then if you go later on in that section, he says this, people who lack moral integrity and trust in God can still pray for God to deliver them and may well find that God responds. But people who can claim moral integrity and trust in God have more basis for leaning on God to do so. And so the goal for us is to grow in our integrity, is to, as, as Golden Gay says, to be able to claim integrity to demonstrate religious commitment and dissociate themselves from the faithless. It requires that we do that. Now that's to say, even myself, I do not want to stand in the way of hypocrites and claim that I am some sinless person or that I have achieved this. I have not. If anything, the past year and a half and the testing that has been going on, God has been convicting me more deeply of sin and working in me to be more disciplined and faithful. And so the desire for us is to be tested. If you are untested your entire life, if you never present yourself, you never take any risk in that way, whether it's in another area of your life, say if it's in a career or or in a hobby where you never actually put yourself out there, you can enjoy a nice, safe, quiet life, but you don't know the full extent of your potential. You don't know how you could develop or what you could do. And in our faith, it is the same way that we are called not to be stagnant, but to be tested. 
Golden Gay again, if you see him leaning on him a lot uh, in this particular episode. When he says this in his commentary, if the claim to integrity and trust is to be sustained, the suppliant is aware that it is the inner person that needs such testing. Notice this, someone who looks upright can be secretly involved in shady deals and someone who looks committed to Yahweh can be secretly placing their trust elsewhere. It is only in the testing that you are truly revealed and the motives of the heart are truly revealed. And we know from elsewhere in scripture that it is only God who reveals the true motives of the heart who can truly test in that way. So we're reminded even within uh, the church of the, the prayers of exam and, or, or confession that when we go before God, uh, that we will lay our lives out before him and have him test and try and see if there is any untrue way within us. And then we can pray Psalm 26 with conviction. We can live a life that truly is blessed and truly has mo- moved from simply a profession of desired, blessed is the man, but blessed I am because I have faithfully held to this by God's graciousness. And so I pray, and I hope you pray with me, that, O Lord, that you would prove me, test my heart and mind. Not that I might fail, but so that your grace and righteous right hand might hold me fast and glorify your name. May you and I be tested so. And may God establish you like a firm tree by streams of righteousness and peace. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening. Find us online under the Firmly Planted Tree, where we can further continue our discussion. And please consider sharing this podcast and leaving a review. May the word of Christ dwell in you richly. A joyful noise to make. Oh, come with thanks, his presence too, with joyful song.